What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The following podcast is not affiliated with the developers who have created the games being reviewed. The reviews are solely the opinions of the hosts to be used to make an educated decision on what games to download and play.
Hello gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. Hashtag free Mark worked. And as <laughs> you can tell, Mark is now gone. We have freed him and uh, we've sunk lower and we've brought Elliot back. So here I am, boys. My hopes are that, you know, the old saying, when you let something go, if it comes back, it was meant to be. Come back, uh, Mark. It was meant <laughs> to be. <laughs> Uh, just to recap, we play a free-to-play game every other week, and then we rate and review it. Connor, what was this week's game? Uh, I assume this week's game was Summerland. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong! Tell us a little yeah. bit about Summerland, we who uh, produces it and everything. Uh, are, are you asking me? Let, uh, yep. Hold on, let, let me help Scott out. Uh, right. With us on the show today is Connor Rush. He's the uh, writer, creator, developer of the game Summerland, which is on Steam. I believe it's free. It is. It is. Uh, and uh, he's joined us this week to talk about the game that we all played, uh, which was Summerland, which is his game. So uh, if you will, just give us a quick rundown of yourself and the game. Yeah, so I'm. Uh, my name is Connor Rush. I am the founder and pretty much sole member of Fire Games. Uh, it's a studio I started when I was like 12. Uh, I'm, I'm 19 now in my freshman year of college. And Summerland is a game I made over the past year and a half to two years. Uh, it is a first-person narrative, some people call it a walking simulator, about the afterlife and ethical philosophy where you play as a detective named Matthew as you relive past events of your life. And basically, if anybody's ever played like Myst, it's a very similar gameplay to that, except you do have some inner dialogue from the main character, whereas I believe Myst, you don't have any talking whatsoever. Yeah, I would probably put it closer to something like Gone Home. Yeah, that's um, the yeah. comparison I like to make. Yeah, it, it just sort of... Are we ready to start with some questions? Because I can just kind of segue into this. Gameplay. Um, so the gameplay, like Connor said, is it's a first-person perspective. And if you played something like Gone Home, um, that is very light on game mechanics. In a lot of ways, it's a first-person point-and-click adventure that deals with some serious subject matter, like Connor said. I don't know how much to give away, because really, pretty shortly into, I guess maybe I'll say like the first uh, sort of chapter, uh, you kind of get a sense that you're this police officer and you're doing some investigating, but there's this like condescending, I don't know if he's like an angel or however you want to come at it from, and I think Connor probably left it vague on purpose, that sort of talks to you, and he's a real, I was going to say a uh, bad word, but he's really uh, real kind of so condescending, so. at least in the early portions of the game, and then you get to know each other through uh, reliving memories of the main character, Matthew. Yeah, I uh, I, I left a lot of stuff in this game vague intentionally, because I, I want the player to leave with like some questions, and I want them to form their own ideas around what things were. Uh, that dude, I like to refer to him, I think in the planning stages, we just called him Kevin. We, <laughs> I, I, I imagine him as like this office office worker of the afterlife, if that makes any sense. Uh -huh. like I, office demon. Yeah, like in my mind, there is a bunch of people going through this exact same process as Matthew's going through right now. And they all have their like different guy in a different version of a hallway. Um, and this just happens to be like the dude that Matthew got. I got the uh, good place vibes. If you ever yeah, seen that, that was show. a huge inspiration for this game. Yeah, and and the the character we're talking about, who is not given a name, we'll just call him the angel or devil yeah. or whatever. I, I, he, in the credits, uh, he's referred to as the judge. As the judge, uh, he um, even says to Matthew, he generally gets the bad people. Yeah, uh, 
early on, which is kind of, and again, I'm trying to be, because it is so story driven to keep it to the first chapter, you know, but he says, you know, I usually get the bad people. And after the first chapter, you don't really see any of the flaws in the character yet. Uh, so that is actually kind of what kept me going through the story was that there was this promise of darker things ahead, which really helped me because generally speaking, Connor, this isn't my genre. Uh, I no. usually, it, you know, I'm a twitchy actor. Like it's got to got mm-hmm. got to grip me. You know, it's got to be a Stallone movie. But I really felt like the storytelling was effective and it, it drew me in. And I the chapters were just long enough, right? You know, they Almost never perfect. Almost perfect. Overstay oh, their welcome, which I really appreciated. Like when I when I'd start a new chapter, I'm like. I knew I wasn't going to be lost, you know, like in these point and click adventures. Sometimes there's some button somewhere you got to find under someone's bed to click to be able to. There wasn't any of that. I was able to uh, calmly uh, go through the campaign without getting hung up, which is something that happens to me in these types of games. I did have a couple of times that I got hung up. I got hung up on the first chapter once trying to find a clue, and I got hung up on, on a later chapter. It's the only two times that I got hung up, and the second time I was really frustrated by it because I thought I had solved it, and then I didn't, but I really did, and was I just had misclick. No, it was in the evidence room. Because oh. I had one in the bar where I'm like, where? What am I looking? And it was the most obvious thing. You know, like it was like, oh, that's just yeah. Dumb. I'm glad. I'm glad you like the um the length of those. By the way, I whenever I write stuff, I do really like to segment things, like make it very serialized. And I always have like if you've played my previous stuff, which it, it's not great, I don't recommend it. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Way to sell yourself. That that's a budget arcade thing, man. Yeah, no, I like I like right to in. segment things a lot, like chapters. Well, when you're episodes. making this. Uh, question when you're making this how many people did you have play it before it was released uh this week or this previous week uh that's it's difficult because i don't know a lot of people that have like gaming pcs or anything like that it's mostly just like laptops max i think i list them all in the credits it's like six people okay so not a lot i mean no, that's really the most I mean, of the play testing was just my own yeah do you find that hard? Do you find that hard to play test your own stuff because it's like your yeah. own stuff? No, I think it's know? very difficult because subconsciously I'm always like doing the workarounds. Sure. Like if, if I like, I, if I'm not actively thinking like this thing doesn't work, I just kind of know it doesn't work. So I work around it when I play and I don't realize it. Well, that it has happens to be hard too because you're like, you know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So like, especially with like puzzle type stuff, people going around doing things you're not supposed to do. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, with puzzle type stuff, if I like know the answer, it's it's hard to gauge how another player is going to take that question. Yeah. Uh, how stupid is this person? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think I I think I struck a good balance though. I don't think it came out too difficult in the end. There there again a few parts where I think people are struggling to find a few things. I actually added in uh, the hint button a week before I released the game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just I because I had a few people like saying like <laughs> it would really help if there was something I could do to like remind me because I kind of missed some dialogue there. I did do that a couple times. I did rely on that a couple times and found it very useful. Yeah. So. No, I'm I'm very glad that came up in conversation a few times. It was through like these interviews. One of the hosts yeah. was like, "Hey, I played it and I missed some of the dialogue and didn't know what to do." So that was added really close to release. Now, um, each chapter has 
different tasks that you have to do. What's the amount of tasks in each chapter? Was it different? I know like the first chapter had like eight tasks and um, then like subsequent chapters had uh, more or less. I couldn't tell a lot of times. I, I wasn't like writing it with the intent to like have a certain amount of tasks in each. Uh, the The first one has eight. And when you're collecting, there are certain levels where you're collecting evidence for those of you who haven't played yet. Um, there, there are three where you're collecting evidence. Those progressively get more and more. So it's eight, nine, and then 10. And then a lot of levels in between, I consider sort of interlude levels uh, where there's not much task solving or problem solving to do. And it's more just like experiencing the story, uh, like the precinct. The precinct is sort of like an interlude chapter in a way um because there's not much to be solved you do like three things and then it moves you on the other thing i think we're not talking about too that i really enjoyed um was the soundtrack i really found the soundtrack very that fit the game um, oh thank perfectly. you perfectly thank you a lot uh i i recorded that in like a week <laughs> oh really some of that music really set the tone uh, very well no, i thought means i a really lot. was yeah, surprised by how well it set it I, I did a lot of it in like a week. Um, it was mostly all improv. <laughs> oh, really? I, I remember That's I sat down with my guitar for like three hours and just knocked out like six tracks for the soundtrack. Uh, I, Do it you was... feel like for like the last year you just lived and breathed like making this game? Absolutely. A hundred percent. I went into this with such a focus. I kind of just knew exactly what I wanted it to be. And there wasn't much like beating around it. It it all spawned like I and it's in the description of the game on Steam. It all kind of spawned from like this big existential dread of being terrified to die. <laughs> yeah, I have a, at nineteen. A, that's really terrible. A, a question that is up to you to answer, um, right. but obviously there is. We're talking about the afterlife. So was there any uh, religious background or anything like that that came into it? Because the first thing I thought is like, is this purgatory? It was, a, it's a version of purgatory. It's definitely not a Christian purgatory. And I don't mm -hmm. think that the game itself is denominational. I, <sighs> this sounds dumb, but most of my inspiration for what this is came from The Good Place. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, great I, I, show. It is a great show though. Man. It's an awesome show. <laughs> I never watched season show. four. Yeah. I never watched season four. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh my God. It ends so well. Does it? Oh, I I thought so. I thought it ended really well. We've gone off a tangent now. Is, that, is this on either. Netflix? Hulu? I think um, it's on think Netflix, Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, I think both. Yeah, I know Netflix. That might be my tonight's binge watch. And anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't my idea to make it denominational, but the name Summerland uh, actually derived from Wiccan religion. Huh. Um, I, I was just Googling one day trying to find titles for the game and I went to like other religions versions of Purgatory and Summerland came up and it's a Wiccan ideology that you go to Summerland when you die where your karma is weighed and it just like determines what you reincarnate as. And I thought, well, they, aside from the reincarnation, that that was actually pretty similar to what the game was. Uh -huh. um, and I decided to just roll with it. It's not literal to the game, but the meaning is there. Uh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I thought the 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 name really it has that sort of air of mystery where it you don't know if it's the name of the place or not. But uh, one thing I noticed is that the character models for the humans in here are really these sort of glowing outlines, mm -hmm. and um, I I didn't know, and I had assumed that maybe that was a uh, a limitation because uh, I know that human beings are probably the hardest thing to 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 render and make uh, because of the uncanny valley. But I also found it to be really effective 
because you're able to imagine what someone looks like. And I think it helped me get more into the characters. What, um, how were you going about kind of, how'd you settle on these sort of outlines, glowing outlines for these human characters? Yeah. So I, um, I, I wanted to do it at the beginning, like fully realized characters, like these full models and everything. Um, because I knew this was going to be a very in the moment story and there were going to need to be people there. Uh, but I, I had no idea how to go about it because I'm not a 3D modeler by any means. It's not something I'm skilled in. Uh, so I was I was playing games one day, not even thinking about it. And I picked up Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. And I don't know if you guys have played that or not. Uh, awesome walking sim. I, I really like walking sims, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Um, and that's very similar to how characters are portrayed in that game. Uh, so I said, oh. I'm going to try something like this. And I went for it. And for one, I think it makes the game less, for lack of a better word, less laughable. Mm-hmm. I, I think if I were to try to make fully 3D characters, it would have undermined the subject matter, undermined the voice performances, which are mm-hmm. phenomenal. The voice actors did an amazing job in this. I was going to um, get to that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that having like this lukewarm 3d model of a character would make like undermine the voice performances um but i also think it gives it its unique style and i think mm-hmm. summerland has a style because of it the different colors for the characters represent different things they're like a projection of a memory and i in the end i think it worked i agree i, I think it, it really worked well for me it kind of gave you that uh like when you're reading a book you kind of imagine the person how you think they'd be so what i imagine yeah the characters looking like would be different from Elliot and it kind of made it my own. Uh, you did mention the uh, voice acting, which again was great. Uh, I was really surprised because a lot of times, especially with story driven games, if the voice acting is bad, then you're out of luck. You're not going to enjoy yeah, yourself because I made that very clear during auditions. Yeah, that, uh, and this I is think an you, extremely important. So part. take us through that process. Cause I think you nailed it. I, I really like, I can't think of a a weak link in any of the voice acting, but you know the main character Matthew was particularly strong, and he had to be because he spoke the most. Uh, so yeah, t- you you hear Matthew a lot. <laughs> um, uh, so this this part you may or may not know. Uh, through this game, I became pseudo TikTok famous. I think you mean Suedo, but go ahead. What was that? Inside joke. <laughs> it's an inside podcast joke. Our other host, Mark. Uh, Went through an entire episode pronouncing pseudo as suedo, and he got called out for it. So, <laughs> all right, so I was uh, I was suedo TikTok famous for a while. There you go. And um, it was because I was I made my video about asking for voice actors. It absolutely blew up on there. Uh, th- I think it's at three point two million views at the moment. Wow. Um, oh wow. Yeah, I, my follower count sitting at like one hundred seventy eight k. I think, but through because of that, I got about. 4,500 auditions that I had to comb through. And it was, it was like, did you comb through all of them? I I skimmed almost all of them. I had people help me. I like assigned segments of the auditions to give to people. And they kind of gave me their favorites out of those. Um, But I think I listened to probably at least a snippet of more than half. Um, I I would like listen for the audio quality because everything was recorded on site. Mm -hmm. At least, I mean, their site, I should say. Um, so I had to make sure the audio quality was good. I had 
people who have never voiced in anything before, people who are experienced in the games industry. I had people who voice in Skyrim, Marvel properties, everything in between uh, that audition for this game. The cast I ended up with, I'm insanely happy with. Yeah. Uh, Matthew, who's voiced by Reese David, uh, he's actually British, which I think is really interesting. He has never done a video game before, at least to my knowledge. He always does like audiobooks, I think, is like his main hustle. I will um, look them up because he's fantastic. I was thinking that while playing the game, I'm like, this guy should read audiobook. He, I think, I don't think he does this voice for anything else. He's, he, again, he's British. I think he right. mostly does like British commercials and, uh, audiobooks. Uh, Evelyn, voiced by Natalie Van Sistine, she's probably the most, um, I guess, most seasoned in game voice acting. She was in one of the Deus Ex games, as well as Paladins and uh, Stick It to the Man. Oh, nice. Which Paladins character was she? I, I, I need to check her website. I could pull it up now. I could find... Ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> we but, can Google. Um, the uh, phone guy, the, the judge, was voiced by Ryan Beard. And I don't know if any of you are familiar with TikTok, but he's he's really big on there. He didn't, the judge wasn't a character I had put up for audition because I was actually initially going to voice the judge, mm -hmm. but he had commented on the video saying he would love to be a part of it. So I reached out to him personally because he does comedy videos on TikTok and his personality fits exactly what I wanted the judge to be. I told him I want him to be a jerk, but really funny at it. Mm -hmm. And I just basically gave the role to him. I had him record a quick audition just for a test. Yeah. And then the last was Charlie uh, by... I'm going to mispronounce this, uh, Gerhig Schreiber, who I, I don't really know what else to say. Uh, I think he did a phenomenal job with what the character was. And I, again, I'm just really impressed with the cast and I'm so happy I got the people I did. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm pulling up the website now. I'm gonna <laughs> uh, she voiced Stellar Mender Saris. I don't play Paladins. Yeah. Oh, nice. I play as Saris whenever I play. So yeah. So now that was, that's Natalie Van Sistine. Paywall. All right, so this game is 100% free to play. There is yeah. no paywall in this game. No. Um, any plans for any future upgrades or any extensions to the game that you're going to be doing? I don't think anything beyond just concepts. Uh, nothing in the works. Oh. I had the idea of DLCs maybe in the future, just like story extensions. Um, I also have thought about sequels, but again, nothing in the works nothing confirmed and i can't really say i plan to work on anything um if i do a sequel it'll more than likely be entirely different characters mm -hmm. i can't because i can't see all of these characters continuing in any regard like their stories are closed it's done the game is over yeah almost like um, kept someone else run through the trials yeah um like cover different it would probably stay in the field of ethics, but cover different like areas of ethics and philosophy. Um, probably covered like totally different topics in that regard, different subject matter in their literal world, and just yeah, an entirely different cast of characters, different story. That that's a question I do have for you. Um, so in one of the trials, you're given an ethics question. Uh, believe, Kunt and uh, what was that? Guy's name? Uh, Jeremy Bentham. Bentham. Oh, yeah. where and what was the first the, guy again? What was his name? What's that? What was the first guy's name again? Kant. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, do I miss being on here? You can no, hear, you can hear he Ryan Beard back. really yeah, overpronouncing that, that one. Time, yeah. just a little nah, sus. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, you're given two different choices. Do those choices actually affect the gameplay 
further down the line. Okay, this this is a question I'm really happy to answer because no, but there's a reason. At least to me, there's a reason. Uh, no, the choices don't matter. Uh, but I put them there because, for one, I want the player to think about these things. And I think that posing the player with this question so that they themselves can figure out where they stand uh, helps them imagine these themes as they play the game and watch them play out in the game. Um, But I also think having them not really have much effect leads into the themes of black and white morality. Mm -hmm. Because I think to have multiple endings with these choices would kind of undermine that theme that there is like a good and bad option. Um, So I think that having these things so black, not black and white, having these things in such a gray area lends itself to the ending. And I think depending on what the player picks kind of shapes how they view what the ending means uh, based on what they play through the rest of the story. Well, it's funny you say that because Jeff played uh, the day before I played. um, And um, when I got to that part of the game where I was allowed to make these choices, I literally was thinking about what Jeff was going to pick (laughs) and picked the opposite. Just so that we could text each other back and forth to see if we had different endings. <laughs> so I, I was because I, I towards the end I chose something that I would not have chose, but I also didn't think Jeff would have chose either. And so uh, I was like, "Hey, what was your ending like?" And he's like, "Oh, I picked this. What did you pick?" And I said, "I picked the other thing." And he's like, "Why would you do that?" <laughs> I was like, "I literally did it because I thought you wouldn't pick it either, and I just wanted to see because yeah. I, I <laughs> was like, I could play it again and do the opposite, but or I could also just like." try to read Jeff's crazy mind and go the opposite way. But And I knew if I were to do that, uh, if I did what I did and made them not make much of a difference, um, I knew I was going to get criticism for that. Um, and I, I have a little bit. It hasn't been as bad as well, I expected. But I knew there either was Either one be way or the other you're going to, right? Yeah. You know, it's... I knew there was going to be criticism. Um, but I th- again, I think it lends itself to the story. I think it makes contextual sense. And it tells the narrative that I want it to tell. And it doesn't it doesn't deviate from that. It is the story. These are the characters and these are what they would do. Yeah, I personally appreciate it because I when I see a game, it's like 10 different endings. I'm like, uh, I'm good. I'll just move on because I don't want to have to meet all this criteria, you know, <laughs> just let me beat yeah. the game. So like things like I mean, I know it's a legendary game, but Chrono Trigger, I'm like, uh, I'm good. Oh, I don't know how to yeah, get like the good ending. Endings. I'm not going to bother trying that sort of thing. So I appreciate it. <laughs> the The Last of Us was a huge inspiration in that. Uh, have Have you guys played The Last of Us? I have not. Okay, no, I, I, I I don't want to spoil it. I I don't want to spoil. Yeah, don't it. spoil it. It's such a great game. Yeah, don't but spoil um, anybody, I won't yeah. spoil it. But in the end, there's a situation where I feel like any other game would pose a choice. Mm-hmm. Um. And give the player the option to do one thing or the other, but it doesn't. And it kind of forces you into one path. Um, And that's been brought up in a lot of discussions around the game, but it tells the narrative and follows the themes that it's been laying out this entire time. (laughs) And it makes a lot of contextual sense what it does. And I feel like if you were to offer a choice in that game, it wouldn't make any sense um, if the player were to choose the other route. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of where I was leading into with doing that with Summerland. I wanted to have that narrative sense in place. Have you played Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons? I have it. I, I have not played oh, it. I uh, played. So I think good. is it in chapters or episodes? Yeah, it's kind of episodes. Yeah, okay. I mean, then I played the first segments. one. Then 
it's one of my favorite games as far as storytelling. And it's mostly because it has told a story in a way that only a video game could. You know, yes. like it wouldn't work in a novel. Very the, true. The, it, it's um, kind of a masterpiece to me. But you mentioned that you don't have a choice. And again, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's um, in that I, I game, think I know how it ends. Near the end, there's something you have to do. And you're like, oh, yeah. the game's making me do this. This is this stinks, you know, and I kind of yeah, uh, and I kind of had that moment too playing Summerland about midway through where I'm doing something less than savory. And I was like, I, I definitely know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, ah, <laughs> uh, and so I appreciate that you're not necessarily making the choices that Jeff or Elliot would make, but you're making the choices that Matthew would make. And uh, I think there's yeah. merit in that for the art of storytelling. Yeah. Another, uh, another person who played the game referred, I, I I'm assuming we're talking about the exact same part of the game um, referred to that as their in a more profane sense, their Oh crap moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it may be a different one. Cause I'm not, there's one that's pretty severe and there's one that's just less so, but I was just like my, I think it was because there's one thing that happens that I would never do in my life, right? It just yeah. it just wouldn't happen. But there's some other things before that that lead up to that that I could see in a that certain scenario. Yeah, we know. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> I could, He's done. I'm, I'm imagining this is going to make zero sense to anyone listening who hasn't played the game. Well, and it's free. So, okay, at the end of the day, it's free. You should play it. It, it, it took Elliot about an hour and a half. took me about tw- uh, two hours. So it's like the length of a movie. Uh, and kind of going into that, this is a story driven game, um, that could be told in other ways. So why did you make a game to tell the story? Uh, I think the best answer I can give to that is I like games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm a game developer. I enjoy making games. I, I just think it's the most immersive medium mm-hmm. that we have. And I think compared to a movie, making this a game really put the player in the shoes to be making these choices and to be thinking about these things as they went through that I don't think other mediums have the ability to do. Yeah, I agree. And again, um, I, I just like games. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Replayability. Is there anything within the game that would draw anybody to replay this? Is there any like Easter eggs hidden somewhere that we could find? Uh, uh, I know you said that doing a different, uh, answer to that first question didn't matter, but was there anything else throughout the game? Um, I mean, there's there's a little bit of Easter eggs here and there. Nothing huge like you'd see in a game like Borderlands or anything like that. But there, you know, there's like a there's like references to my previous works here and there. Mm-hmm. There's like the record in the second level. That's my music playing. Um, oh. There's <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's um there's like little things from my previous game here and there. Um, and I, I guess when you beat the game, there's the extras and you can check out like different render modes, like pixelated, black and white, mm-hmm. sepia, all that stuff. Well, um, and I will say there were audio differences in the sense that um, I noticed that depending on the selection I made on the philosophy, the way the judge reacted to me afterwards, he responded to that. So it's not like um, to kind of let people know, it's not like I press a button and nothing changes. I think what Connor means to say is you you press that button and you'll probably end up at the same point, but it does uh, the game does recognize the choice you made. 
Yeah, no, that the choice doesn't just get like thrown into a void. There's um there there are some little things here and there. Uh it's it, the story follows the same path. There there's not going to be like a branching narrative. Um a, like a character might say one sentence differently. Uh but I just wanted to do that to make sure that the player knows that their choice uh was heard and that they it it did have like an impact I guess to them. Yeah. And it wasn't just forgotten. I hope anything I'm making, anything I'm saying is making sense oh, right now. It absolutely is. I, it, it, yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah, I never, I, I understand all of it. I'm always afraid when I talk about the game, I'm going to be like completely lost on people. No, you're good. It's like, <laughs> I would encourage everyone, well, and Scott's about to get to the final thing, so we'll just, I'll wait a second. Go ahead, Scott. Judgment. At the end of each episode, we vote on whether a game deserves our seal or not and requires a two-third vote to be approved or denied. Uh, Elliot, do you want to take the first one? Yeah, I would. Um, I really enjoyed this game. I played it in one sitting, um, which was my intention, again, based off of Jeff playing it the day before. So my intention was to literally come home after the gym um, and sit and play before I headed to work. And, and that's exactly what I did. I went into it with a pretty open mind. Without, uh, I watched the trailer um, a couple weeks before when Scott had sent it to me, and so I went in pretty blind, really. But I, I really enjoyed the setting. I enjoyed the atmosphere that the game made. I know reading some of the Steam reviews, there were some people that had some frame rate issues, which I'm sure Scott will probably talk about when he gets to his. But I didn't have a single issue. I have a pretty decent computer. There's a couple times I got stuck here and there, but never frustrated enough to like quit it maybe be a it might be a little too like too much of a walkthrough where it is a little too like pushes you in the right direction maybe a little bit for someone that's looking for like a challenge this is definitely not a challenge game but i had a really enjoyable experience i i don't feel like i wasted my 90 minutes at all so i absolutely would recommend giving this a shot uh on a lazy afternoon jeff yeah so uh like i said before this is not my genre uh scott sent us the uh, I want to thank Connor. He gave us some codes up front so we could play it. Bef- had enough time to finish it before we recorded. Uh, and I'm downloaded. I'm like, Ugh. but like I said, after I finished the first chapter and the dialogue and the voice acting, I'm like, oh, well, let me go to do the next one. And before I knew it, I was done. And it just had really good pacing, incredible voice acting. I did run into some of the frame rate issues that Scott mentioned. However, Connor let us know before we started recording that those should be patched out as of today, as of this time recording. So if yeah, you- it was literally, literally during your introduction, I was uploading the patch notes. <laughs> yeah. So you shouldn't see those issues and they were really minor. So like the frame rate drops were not anything that when I did experience them, which you probably won't now, but they weren't anything that made the game unplayable. It was just not 60 frames which is fine but after that of course it played smooth i really enjoyed the story i enjoyed the uh moral questions i uh there's a final question at the end i i didn't have a problem making that selection uh, i knew i f- how i felt about the character and their actions um and uh i it's free and it's really good and it's really well acted uh and i was as someone who doesn't like the genre i was surprised how much it gripped me and pulled me through the story. I really liked it. So yes, it it does get approved for me. Um, I'm going to be a little bit critical here. Oh, great. I did have issues when I started the game. Um, I got a bug that didn't allow me to get past the first chapter. Um, after speaking with Connor online, he was like, oh, download the latest version because 
that's where the fix is at. Unfortunately, I was playing it at my work, <laughs> and we had hope your boss isn't listening. issues with our Wi-Fi at work, so I couldn't download the update until late in the week. So I didn't actually get to play through most of the game till two nights ago. I had to put it on the lowest setting to even be able to play it. Um, I did, however, get issues with the text, which I've let Connor know, and he's assured me he's going to fix that as well. I mean, other than that, though, like the little bits of frustration that I had, what I did get to play of the game was very interesting, and I am going to go and finish off the rest of the story so I know what it's about, what's going on with it. But I definitely recommend playing the game. It's only, you know, a single playthrough, very low-stakes gaming, as Jeff would put it, and definitely worth your time. Um, so it does get my seal, and this is, game is a budget arcade approved. I want to follow up, though, Scott. You have a, a somewhat low-end computer. Yeah, yeah. So if you have a piece, a gaming PC, you're not going to have any issues. Elliot has a pretty beefy rig. I recently was able to upgrade mine, and we didn't run into issues, but I, I still would say, even though Scott has a lower-end computer, he is still able to run it. There are options there that would allow him to do that. Yes, that is correct. I did have to lower the resolution quite a bit to be able to run it smoothly enough. Um, I did find that the mouse sensitivity was a little bit high for running it when I had these issues, because I would like barely move the mouse and like look you know too far over to the left and like it would take me a while to get back to center point where i needed to be because of my pc issues uh now's the segment of the show when we allow connor to chew scott out go ahead can I, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna be mean or anything but can i just say that that um boo, connor, boo. that issue with like talking to evelyn at the last stage you don't know the amount of panic i had when i realized that was there <laughs> <laughs> No, I had I version one. I had version one point out. It worked fine. It was perfect. Uh, I watched a stream where someone ran into an issue where you could have the ending conversation twice, uh, which bars off interaction because you know you gotta have that uh. like conversation. So they couldn't like leave the level until that was done again. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll fix it in case that happens again. So I added this thing that prevented you from interacting with her, and it was only supposed to be enabled after you'd had that final conversation. But I just goofed up and didn't turn it off at the start so that oh, no. you just couldn't interact with her at all. Um, and uh, as soon as I realized that was there, I spent all day like building the next version. I was, wasn't going to release until the next day, but I realized I had just broke the game. <laughs> uh so that was that was just sheer panic incarnate but it's okay i felt your panic because i was like how am i going to review this game if i can't get past the first chapter oh my it that freaked me out more than you could believe but uh it's all fixed now i fixed that in the next version uh upcoming 1.0.6 fixes a lot of the frame rate issues mm -hmm. in the first level which were there and i won't deny they were there Mostly because I'm, again, I'm 19. I'm a freshman in college. Uh, I've taught myself all of this, and I didn't know how optimization worked. My PC isn't exactly highest end, so I didn't have a great gauge for, like, what a good optimized game was. Uh, and now I kind of know, and I'll try to be better for next time. I've been doing a ton of research. It's very, very interesting. But I'm, I'm really glad you guys like the game. Really glad you guys gave it the seal. How, have you ever had a developer on and you didn't give the seal? Um... He wasn't a developer. Have, have we? No. Um, that that has to hurt. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, how many developers we had? Well, one of them wasn't a review. Well, actually, a couple of them weren't because we, we had David Brevik. Had... I can't think of anyone where we, we didn't. Uh, 
have a review like that. Yeah, his was an interview. That wasn't a yeah. review. We didn't... The only one that we reviewed with the developer on was, was the Alchemancer. And that was a good game for you. Yeah, that was we a pretty good game, that. too. I feel like I'm on an episode of America's Got Talent. Yeah, you yeah. got lucky. Yeah, you got lucky. <laughs> no, no, I, I, no, no buzzing axes. Yeah, and I do want to say, like, Connor has a point. When you bring someone on that's made the game, this is their baby, you want to go easy on them, and you wonder how much you can trust the criticism of the host. Uh, I'm being completely honest. I thoroughly enjoyed this game, and I do recommend it. Not because uh, Connor's here. I want to make him feel fuzzy. I really did enjoy the game, and uh, I think you will too if you download it. There's no reason not to. Thank you a lot. And while I was lying, I didn't. I yeah, didn't like it. We know. Elliot has <laughs> no one. Is that my red X? Does that make you feel better? A little better there, Connor. <laughs> so, Connor, what is next for you after this? Where do you go from here? I have no idea. I hate uh, not not at your fault. I hate when people ask this question because I don't have a good answer for it. Don't worry, um, we so, don't like so Elliot you need either. Us to that's pitch fun. you ideas. If you if you could, you know, my my Twitter DMs right. are open. Throw, right. throw me some game ideas. I've got but, I've got an idea for you. All right. So oh, just no, leave it's now. Gonna be a deep dive. We'll she had to later. go. All right. Oh, but uh, oh, you're breaking up. Crack, crack, no, crack. I'm a. I my ideas. I don't have much in terms of games. Uh, you heard the soundtrack. Uh, I do music as well, and I'll probably jump back into music a bit after this game's out. Um, I I do it under the name you saw in the credits, Auric Echoes. That's like where I release everything, but. Yeah, in terms of games, I have no idea. Where can people find your music? Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere you really stream music. It's um, it, it's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I've, well, I've been working we will on new put stuff. A link in the show notes to your music. Well, let Don't me worry. tell you, I've I've been working on new stuff that I think is a lot better. I've written but, a couple songs. You know, the, the for stuff this that's there, it's it's listenable, here. and uh, I think you're doing God. better than me. And they're terrible. Oh boy. <laughs> I am really glad you guys like the game, though. That makes me feel very happy. <laughs> the next game we are going to be playing is Rogue Company. Be sure to download that and uh, join us and leave your comments in our Discord. So, um, before we go, did you have any socials or anything you wanted to plug other than Summerland before we head out? Uh, now i got to remember all of my social tags. Um, if, if you want to follow me on Instagram, which is probably where I'm most active, uh, it's Connor, that's Connor with an E-R, uh, underscore W underscore Rush. Uh, and from there, you can find my company, Instagram. Uh, on Twitter, I don't have a personal Twitter, but it's Fire Games Real. And, and Fire is spelled F-Y-R-E. Uh, yeah, yeah, F-Y-R-E Games Real. And yeah, that's about all. That's where I'm most active on my socials. Uh, and other than that, Download Summerland. It's free. I worked hard on it, and I think it's pretty good. I think so, too. <laughs> it gets your seal of approval, yeah, then, huh? we forgot to ask. Yeah, it's four out of four. That would be a twist. <laughs> <laughs> Invite me back on sometime. I'll be a guest judge. Or if you want to social with us, you can social with us at Twitter and Instagram at Budget Arcade. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash Budget Arcade. Uh, and what's the last thing? Don't forget our website, www.budgetarcade.com. Updated daily. Be quiet, Elliot. Yeah, shut up, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when was yours last updated, mm. Elliot? Mm. I don't even think I have the... I don't even think our uh, our website's oh, active so what, anymore. What that's called is hypocrisy. Just... <laughs> <laughs> to let you know, <laughs> I never, I don't plug it though. I wouldn't plug it something I don't do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, sometimes I even forget I have a website. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's firegames.com, by the way. I forgot to plug that one. There you go. If you want to support us, we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash budget arcade. You can join our other Patreons like Namek. And we got a new Patreon. His name Chadworthy. 
Uh, and we want to thank him for becoming a patron and really appreciate it. And of course, Nomic. And if you want to really interact with us, Nomic. you could join our Discord along with a lot of our other Discordians. Is that a word? Nope. Discordians? Oh boy. <laughs> I miss this. I missed it. Uh, yeah, you should come no, back, don't. Elliot. I did. Like do, I did time. play Rogue Company. I did play Rogue Company. Well, that's way too bad back you couldn't make it back for that episode. Bye. Yeah, it's too bad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we want to thank everybody for listening. Um, no, did you mind. say we could check out uh, Stimage's music at MetroidMetal.com? No, I did not. Uh, thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.